Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. We fight the fight of faith with our mouth. That's the way we take it by violence. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command. And then quote your word. Quote your word. See, it says that the word is your sword. The word, doesn't it say it in the word of God? Doesn't it talk about it being the sword of the spirit? Doesn't it talk about it being the sword of the spirit? Well, you don't take it in your hand and go out here and cut up the devil. I don't see nothing sharp about that at all. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Our Rights in Christ by Ken Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Ken Hagan's message. What do you think God thinks about us? He's our Heavenly Father, and He says, Go, and He says, Command, and He says, I want, you to, I want you to get a hold of this now. I want you to turn. I want you to turn in the Word of God to Mark 16. Mark chapter 16, verse 18. I want you to read it. The last clause is what I'm really wanting to get a hold of today. Mark 16, verse 18, the last clause. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now, first of all, he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Oh, yeah, I, I, I want to go over Africa and teach and preach, Brother Hagin. Yeah, I, I, I help support all the missionaries. But I ain't ever testified to my neighbor next door. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now I want to show you something. You go back over there in Acts 1 and 8. And it says in Acts 1 and 8, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem. That's their hometown. That's where they at. When they got the Holy Ghost is in Jerusalem. That's their hometown. He said, Jesus said, that you're going to be a witness in the hometown first and then in all Judea and in Samaria. Now, if you want to read it, now Samaria was a country they hated. Now, let's read it like this. Get a hold of it. The Holy Ghost shall come upon you and you shall be witnesses both in Orange County and in California and in the state of Texas or Oklahoma and then to the uttermost parts of the, of the world. I want you to notice that Jesus said you're going to start at home. Then you're going to go to the, to the surrounding countryside then you're going to go to the place you hate the most, and then you're going to go to the uttermost parts of the world. Now, the place you hate the most may be, may be your next-door neighbor, all right? But he said, go! That's a command! He said, heal the sick! That's a command! I want to tell you, Peter walked out of that ship and he walked on that water because Jesus said, come. 
You can't walk on the water. You can't command sons to stand still. You can't stop the mouths of lions. Or you can't quench the fiery violence of fire by half-hearted commanding and half-hearted belief. It takes abandonment, utter abandonment to the, to the things of the world and the natural things and utter abandonment to believing in the Word of God. It takes taking the Word of God and placing it out over the aching void of nothingness and then taking a step and standing there by faith. That's what it takes to really command things to happen and that's the kind of faith and the kind of action that will get the job done for you and for me and anybody else that dares to believe God. I want you to notice that devils can't be coached out. Now come on. I want you to come out, Mr. Devil. No. And they can't be enticed to leave. They can't be entreated to leave. They must be cast out. Paul turned to that girl and he stuck his finger under her nose and he said, Devil, come out of her in the name of Jesus. He wasn't talking to the girl. He's talking to the devil that was inhabiting her. There ain't very, very few people that are fully devil-possessed in the day and age that you and I live in. Very few of them are. Go study the Word of God and you find out what a devil-possessed person was really like. And then you'll find out that there are very few people like that. The ones that are, most of them are in, the, in a silence somewhere. Did you know that? Study the Word of God. Now you can be oppressed by the devil. You can be attacked by the devil. Most of them that are fully possessed, that's where people get it mixed up. They're using the wrong word. They don't really mean possessed. See, the way we mean possessed, they don't really mean it that way. They mean it in some other way. You study it and you'll find out. If you'll do the study, do study and you'll find out what they're talking about. Now I want you to notice that devils are commanded to leave. Sickness is commanded to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. Who can do it? The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers. Is that who has the power to command healing? That's right, no. They have it all right. But every born-again, spirit-filled believer has the authority and has the power to command in the name of Jesus Christ. From the, the Word of God says, from the days of John the Baptist unto now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violence take it by force. The violent take it by force. Do you mean we roll up our sleeves and get in a fight? No. We fight the fight of faith with our mouth. That's the way we take it by violence. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command. And then quote your word. Quote your word. See, it says that the word is your sword. The Word, doesn't it say it in the Word of God? Doesn't it talk about it being the sword of the Spirit? Doesn't it talk about it being the sword of the Spirit? Well, you don't take it in your hand and go out here and cut up the devil. I don't see nothing sharp about that at all. But I want to tell you something. When you got this Word down on the inside of you and you began... And you began to speak the rhema. See, that's what rhema means. Rhema means a spoken word. 
the spoken word. When you begin to speak the word with the tongue, then it becomes like a razor or a two-edged sword and it goes out there and it chops the devil to bits and to pieces because you are wheeling the sword of the Spirit in the only way that we can wield the sword of the Spirit and that's with the tongue and that's by commanding in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ according to the word, be it done unto me and all those that live in this household. You can say that and have authority to do so. Father, we thank you for the word of God today. I thank you for the anointing power. I thank you that we can command and begin to see things happen in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now the first thing that I want to do this afternoon is this. This is what the Spirit said to do. I want you that have gotten a hold of what I've been talking about today and are ready to command some things to start happening instead of just playing around with them. I want you to stand on your feet right now. You ready to command. Don't stand, this is, don't stand unless you mean it. This is an invitation. And I'm very, very touchy about invitations. I don't want anybody doing anything because everybody else is doing it. Do it, do it because you feel it according to the Word of God. There's a scripture over in the Psalms that talks about making vows to God and then not keeping those vows and not living by them. And it's causing problems in the, in the Christendom today because people have stood in a house or in a ministry somewhere or in a church somewhere and they've stood in a service and they've made a commitment unto God. By their standing, they made a commitment unto God and now they're failing to keep that commitment and it's causing havoc in their lives because they're disobeying what they promised God they would do. See, it's a serious thing to stand and make a commitment to God. You understand what I'm saying to you? I'm not trying to scare anybody, but I want people to realize what they're doing when they stand for a call. You know, I think it's important. Sometimes we don't explain it enough. Preachers don't explain it enough. And people stand up sometimes when they really shouldn't because they really don't really believe. See, don't stand up just because I've been saying it. Don't stand up just because your friend is. Stand up because it's in your heart right now to do it. Now, do you know You know what it is that you're going to command to move out of your way this afternoon? Just think of one thing. I don't want you to get a whole bunch because you got to zero in on them one at a time. Zero in on them at one at a time. Now, if one of them happens to be closely related, it'll probably wipe out both of them at one time. You know, when you fire one of these big old shells... Or you throw a grenade in at a machine gun nest. If they happen to be two of them too close together, that one grenade take care of both of them. Or that one shell take care of both of them because when it explodes, it goes all over in all directions. Well, if it happens to be a couple of things related, you just zero in on one of them and let the explosion of the power of God take care of all of them, wipe them all out. But now you got it. How many of you got one thing you're going to zero in on today? Right now, you're going to zero in on it. Now, I want you to follow me in a prayer in just a moment. When I get to the place where I tell you to put in whatever it is that you're zeroing in on, then you, you put that in. And from then on, just begin to praise God for it. Don't pray about a long time. Make a commanding statement and then begin to thank God because it's done. You understand what I want you to do? All right, raise your hands with me, please. Heavenly Father, I thank you that the Word is so. I thank you 
that I have the power. I have the authority to command situations in my life to become normal. I have the power and the authority to command that the finances come. And this afternoon, Lord, I now command. Now go ahead, do it right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Call now to get this month's special offer, the six-CD series, Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the mini-book, How You Can Be a Success in Life by Ken Hagan. Plus, if you call today, we'll include the bonus paperback book, The Greater Glory by Ken Hagan. All three dynamic resources for just $39.95. Don't delay. Call today, 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can watch us on Roku. Uh, you can uh, read the Word of Faith magazine or, da uh, or download it at, uh -huh. at rhema.org. Or you can get a hard copy by going and signing it, up. Yeah. You can watch Rhema Praise uh, podcast and... and Rhema Today, radio podcast. Yes. Uh, oh, you can, you, can, you can do anything. Or you can see us live streaming during our services on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., Sunday night at 7 here on this, on the BA campus. Right. And 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. Yeah. All this can be accessed through rhema.org. That's okay? right. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> Join us next week as we begin a new teaching series by Kenneth E. Hagan from our Timeless Teaching Archives. That's next week, right here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.